podcast today. Joining us today is Max, Randy, and me, myself, Sabah. Welcome, and we're starting now. Yeah! Yeah, we did it! I'm Max. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Ringo Sound. I'm Max Yeah, it's the first episode of 2016. Yeah. And we're starting off with a bomb. Here's my thoughts. It's ice. Oh. All right, so, so actually, uh, before, before we, start... we get flame in the comment section, listen to the whole podcast, and then you can yell at Savat. <laughs> because <laughs> only Savat. But okay, only so Savat. Guys, 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 so I've had a uh, sitting on my computer, uh, let's see here. Get info. Uh, file created December 22nd. Ooh. Um, so this is, we've been waiting for like two, two and a half weeks. Something like that. Um, like, basically, right after we recorded the holiday special, I had a thought, and I've been saving it, and it's about Steven Universe, and ready for me, it's just called Ringo Note, ready for me to read the contents of the file Ringo Note. Well, before you start, let me remind everybody oh. that uh, our leader, well, no, fuck him, he's not the leader, Dylan's not here with us today, if you didn't notice already. Yeah, and neither is Evan, which you prayed for, <laughs> and we answered your prayers. Yeah. Our, your Christmas, Christmas our New Year's resolution was to put Evan in this as little as possible. We pretty much beat the shit out of him, so he couldn't make it. <laughs> I did. I hit him in the nuts when I visited him in Georgia. It was great. Yes! <laughs> which anyway, Max has been begging me to do ever since I got to Georgia. I was like checking with him every day. I'm like, have you hit him in the nuts yet? I'm like, not yet. And then I Nut went, check. It was right on New Year's Eve, too, which uh, that was that was perfect for me. Yeah, he doesn't get a kiss. Gets a punch to the nuts. Exactly. Right, anyway, so, so the contest of Reno. Ringo yes. note, colon, line break, line break, dash. Steven probably isn't circumcised uh okay <laughs> all right then <laughs> yeah i mean think about because okay, i mean he is, yeah like, he is jewish steven well, might... I, I mean well we think steven steven might or might not be jewish let's face well, it the steven fact that jewish heritage christianity, christianity jewish. doesn't exist so the idea of circumcision <laughs> probably doesn't exist either no, do any religions exist in this Judaism. world no no religions halloween anyway, isn't even anyway, a thing. the point the point i'm making is that like Steven wasn't born in a hospital. Yeah. So, like, no doctor cut off his foreskin. He doesn't have a birth certificate. So, Steven's got, like, a whole penis. So, yeah. Thanks for that! Let's talk about, Let's the, talk about the genitals of a 14-year-old he's, boy. He's 100% boy. Yeah. Not 98 like the rest of America. Yeah. Not like me, because I'm Jewish, so I'm <laughs> yeah. probably 98%. Technically, he is 100% boy, because... Technically, Rose isn't a woman. Okay, so uh, <laughs> now perfect. Hey, Randy, I got a question. Do you got the answer? Yes. Because yeah, that's the episode. That's the episode. It's the answer. So I'm sorry. Just full disclosure. I went through some heavy shit tonight, so I'm drinking. I don't know what the fuck Randy's excuse is. My excuse but, is that yeah. I'm part Irish and I have to. And- <laughs> And I'm not drinking, because, I, I don't know. I didn't have... I, Sabat doesn't need to drink. He was born with a blood alcohol level of, like, 30%. Like Maybe only, it's Maybelline. I only drunk... I only drank in... Tw- this, so far this year, I've only drinking, drunk, drank... <laughs> I don't to know. To forget how to grab it. <laughs> yeah, I, I drank enough. I only drank from, like, midnight to 3 a.m. on New Year's <laughs> Day. So I'm trying to fill my quota and making up for lost time. Because okay, buddy. So uh, <laughs> I do want to wanna kind of get serious now because this is a really good episode. There's a lot of cool stuff yes. to talk about. So let's start 
the fact that Garnet is like fucking adorable. Garnet is like, fucking adorable off. throughout this whole episode. Just and like, cotton uh, candy. Just oh god, Stephen, it's your birthday. That I'm was a terrible tell you story. A- <laughs> you, you are <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Randy, you are the Garnet was just like drunk. Steven, it's Garnet, your birthday. Garnet was just drunk. Just, Stephen, wake up! I'm gonna tell you how I fucked. <laughs> and Steven's like, oh, okay, Garnet. But Randy, Randy, you're the Estelle of my heart. Not right now. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Garnet, no. Wake up, Steven, and I'll hit you with the belt until you wake up. Okay. We at the Ringo Zone do not condone child abuse. Unless it we do, however, find it hilarious. My dad uh, used the belt on me, and I was damn proud of it. Yeah. You know, I can believe that. Well, I mean, it, it's well, okay. I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to debate the ethics if of whether or not. If you tell me so much about your dad, I would have believed that. I mean, he's a DJ. Well, okay then. That's it. DJs don't even own belts. Yeah, Science. they just their pants just hang. He was a very well. That's how. DJ. That's how cool. That's how cool people dress, right? It, it, anyway. DJs don't wear. Okay, so. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh god dylan's gonna be so he's gonna us. hate us but yeah like fucking okay to start shit off like i have to say one of my favorite parts of this episode is the visual style that they kept for like the first half like when they were on the floating city. i know it's like i know it's like an homage to some other animator but i have no idea what their name is for some reason like the the uh the silhouettes of the gems like the subreddit knows yes but the silhouette of the gems always remind like is currently reminding me of Sabah, uh, what'd you say i said his name was spuddlenuck spuddlenuck, spuddlenuck. good old spuddlenuck i made that up who directed? Oh fucking shit, Savat! I thought it was real. <laughs> you actually thought there was an artist named Spuddlenuck. Yeah, give me a live Spuddlenuck. Spuddlenuck sounds I'm like Spuddlenuck <laughs> sounds like the name a kid would come up with for like their friend that like totally actually owns a 360, but doesn't actually own a 360. <laughs> He's, He's like, no, no. Spuddlenuck sounds like the last name a kid made up for their girlfriend that totally lives in Canada, but they've never actually like video Skyped, so he's never seen her face. Marion Spuddlenuck. Yes. No, guys. She's anyway, totally no, but yeah, like the what I was gonna say is the visual style remind the little silhouettes of the gems in the background reminds me of my life as a teenage robot. Just that kind of like, yeah, sort of like retro ish, like fifties look almost, and just. Oh my god, there's so many things I love about like the first intro of this. We, it answers a lot of questions, actually. Uh, I found it, the person's name is... In uh, fact, Spuddleduck. Yes, no, <laughs> um, I mean, it might be, it might translate to that. Oh. Uh, their name is, I'm not sure, it's uh, Lot or Lati, it's L-O-T-T-E, uh, Reininger, R-E-I-N-I-G-E-R. What did they well, work I'm on? Well, I'm going to say... Do we know what they what? worked on? Um, so Lot Reiniger, it, it's like, uh, it looks like they did kind of like animation that's kind of like based on shadow puppets or stuff. Sounds familiar. Yeah. And, uh, cause like apparently in some interview, Rebecca Sugar said that like, um, that animator was a huge influence on this episode in particular. Hmm. Ah, uh, well, that makes sense. What sort of animation yeah. has he done? Like it's she and I don't know. Hmm. Well, I, I want to say that. You're rolling backwards back to the beginning of the episode, which is about like two minutes ago. Uh, when I said the show, the episode was all right. Mm-hmm. It's only because I mean, I, I recognize the show is very, very important to the continuity of everything, uh, more to the lore of the gems. And I know that 
the subreddit, the fandom, everybody eats that shit up. But personally, it's just my personal opinion. I kind of prefer. You're not allowed to have one of those on the internet. <laughs> <so well. laughs> My personal how opinion. Dare you? How dare you think differently than I? I personally am more interested in what's going on on Earth, normally. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no totally. I um, mean, I get that. I, I totally get that. At the same time, a lot of well, people... It's nice to get backstory. As, uh, what the fuck was his name? Uh, Abed well, from Community says... Everyone I guess loves it's technically a good, still Earth. Everyone loves a good origin story. and Everyone loves a good origin story. Exactly. And the wise words of Abed. Cool. From fucking cool, cool, Community. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Yeah, I like, oh my god. And, like, I like, a lot of people have their, like, different headcanons, and I keep, like, this show just keeps, like, showing us that, like, the canon versions of what people think of a character, or the canon version of a character, is always going to be better than the fanon version. Oh, what was, like, the fanon for this, I guess The fanon was, I guess, like... Because there's a lot of Ruby a and lot, Sapphire Well, stuff. not Ruby and Sapphire, more or less uh, Blue Diamond, and people have been, oh, what are the diamonds like, and... Oh, no, no, oh, God, Blue Diamond, I... I'm sorry, you keep going. And yeah, like, well, just Blue Diamond, just... Like, I didn't think... I thought Yellow Diamond... Like, uh, Yellow Diamond may still be scary as shit, we don't know, but people have always thought of, like, Blue Diamond as sort of, like, the less serious one, or at least in the fan art and stuff that I've seen about her. And but like seeing her, she was going like to kill a bitch, man. She, yeah, she looks like a fucking. And I hate. And I know that Max is going to hate this because he hates it. He, she looks like a fucking Sith Lord. <laughs> I can live with the words in my ears. You whore. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Here's here's what I love about Blue Diamond. Mm -hmm. Just because everyone, like everyone, we don't know. It might happen. I feel like it's going to happen. Everyone's expecting Yellow Diamond this week. And so because of that, everything lately has been Yellow Diamond, Yellow, yellow Diamond, Yellow Diamond, Yellow Diamond, Yellow Diamond. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and I just love that they kind of start off with the bomb with, ha ha, psych, Blue Diamond! Oh! Oh, she did so. <laughs> like, like, that's kind of, like, that's another thing. People thought that, like, because Yellow Diamond is like, oh, she's in the fucking intro and she's staring at everyone, that she's behind everything. When it turns out, like, the first big major thing against a diamond was Blue Diamond. And Blue Diamond was there and Blue Diamond was doing all the shit. And then she left Earth. And it's like, uh -huh. oh, she was part of this Okay, so I've got, like, a lot of stuff I kind of want to talk uh -huh. about now um, with Blue Diamond yeah. and all that. First off, her fucking pearl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking, thought it was Lapis I, at first. Dude, that pearl is crawling in her skin, and those wounds, they will not heal. The fucking <laughs> hair, like, you can literally use that hair <laughs> as a mop, and I think that's exactly what they do. I mean, she's a designer, Jim. She fucking... I spilt my wine, give me, and just fucking uses Pearl as a mop. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like she spilled her wine, like, on her lap, and then she's just rubbing <laughs> the Pearl's head all over her lap to clean it up like a rag. Then again, the, the, track, with the, her nose. the track record that Pearls have with, you know, feeling things, I don't think that that Pearl was against it. My opinion yeah, on no, Blue no, Diamond... No, I'm saying what? the nose, Savath, the nose is like the handle that she uses. <laughs> <laughs> like... She like, I just imagine Pearl bite down on. I just this. imagine she grabs, no, she grabs her by the nose. Pearl I just imagine. Like, no, her. I imagine Pearl just like planks her body completely stiff the whole time. She's just rubbing the hair no, to clean up. What the I'm line. imagining is like you know when you're like when you see a person mopping at like a fast food restaurant or whatever, they have that little cart with them that's got the water and the suds in it, dumping Pearl's just like, head in it. Yeah, dunking the Pearl's <laughs> head in it and then dunking into that little web thing and squeezing all the water out, <laughs> just squishing oh, Pearl's head with just it, crushing her head. <laughs> It's fine. You hear the crunching. Exactly. The fine. It's fine. It's not gonna hurt the gem. Speaking of pearls, 
Can we talk about how our Pearl was kind of legitimately amazing? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I, like all things considered, Pearl's like actually really a badass in this episode. No, she's a, a fish out of water. She takes. She took out two Jaspers, might I add, or two big quartz warriors. So she ooh. took out like half of the six. She took six, out six of them. Yeah, six. Yeah, because Sapphire well, no, didn't... tells the future she'll destroy six. No, actually, she only took out. No, it was six. Well, she said she said seven, and because she, she was going to be the seventh. Yeah, she took out six, and then that she'd be the seventh. So she she uh, poofed the two quartz warriors, then two other random gems, and then the two rubies. Didn't uh? Well, I thought I think Rose just dis, uh destroyed the large. Ro- yeah, uh, Rose ruby. disassembled the ruby, and then Pearl took out the two small rubies. I like how Rose just did so effortlessly. I have a new headcanon about also, Rose. Also, can we just talk about how they were about Pearl oh, and Rose were just Team Rocket in this episode? <laughs> I mean, we're yes, yes, they were. Okay, but, well, and, I wanted to say like, about... Speaking of Hold on, I wanted to say something about about Blue Diamond. Yeah. Oh, okay. I sure. think that the way they presented her and how you know everyone was expecting Yellow Diamond, I think the way they presented her was as a ramp up to Yellow Diamond. I think she's probably like a lower ranking artist, not yeah. as important Diamond. Maybe. Or I mean, I think all the she's are down there on, on the colony. You know, you think Yellow Diamond would be back on Homeworld. Mm-hmm. Well, it might just be that they want someone like that important there. To exactly. Yeah, yeah, but probably. it wouldn't. It wouldn't be Yellow Diamond though, because Yellow is. I mean, the way they're the way they're ramping it up, Yellow is probably more important. Probably, I think. Well, I mean, maybe it might be like different movies. Anyway, like I was saying, so you have anime, anime, head anime. That Rose is basically like the fucking. Saitama of the Steam Universe world. <laughs> yes. And that the real reason she rebelled against Homeworld isn't ideals, but just because it seemed like the best chance at a good yeah, fight. Yeah, probably. She's just like, I was One bored. One punch rose. Someone, someone just draw Saitama with Rose's hair, please. Or maybe someone... Randy, draw Saitama or with Rose's roll, hair. Or draw Rose with no hair. That's what you gotta do. And in Saitama's outfit. <laughs> Yeah. Rose with just yellow spandex and a cape. <laughs> and just no hair. Perfect. <laughs> Oh my god. No, what I like... She seals the star Okay, out, I want to say on the topic of fucking uh, the whole anime thing that I mentioned about Team Rocket is I yeah. totally, like, like I can buy the, that they're like, oh, we need to, like, oh, we are introducing ourselves in tandem, like, voices synchronize. That was totally Pearl's idea. I knew it. Just like, Pearl's like, no, we gotta, we gotta make it sync. We say it at the same time. We come yeah, in. Pearl was a weeb before. Yeah, they, they were Pearl rehearsing invented. before they jumped up, and Pearl kept trying to like. She was waiting for Rosa talk, so she'd be like, "It's <laughs> I, it, no, it, no, you go first. <laughs> we, we, we. Okay, fine. We need to. Okay, I'll go one, two, and then I'll motion two, or I'll go three, we w- two, and then I'll say one with my lips, and then we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I just want to see the planning meeting for that. Although they do like dre- dress mean, rehearsals. No, you dress Rose. You gotta wear the big dress. No, what you didn't one. see is off screen. Yeah. They had a blimp that looked like Rose's face. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got up there. Yeah, <laughs> and then they fucking blast off again at the end when they're just like, ah, oh, we're gonna leave because there's some ga- there's like, some gay like, shit happening over they there. They literally just fly. And away. speaking of that, when. Oh my god, this episode went from good to great. Let's talk about Cotton Candy Yeah, the, this now. episode went from good to great for me, because like, as I've mentioned it a couple times before, I'm just a fucking sucker for character design, and holy shit, I love Garnet's character design in this episode. Like, I've seen all the fandom versions of like what first Garnet looks like, and I'm like, oh, those are pretty great designs. Like, people are 
people in the Steven Universe fandom are really good at designing, like, gym designs and stuff like that. But, like, I'm sorry, they're all great, but holy shit, that design just takes the cake. I love it. I posted this at the subreddit. Mm-hmm. It's my personal yeah. theory that they're trying to use fusions to create the most 80s looking character they can. <laughs> and Cotton Candy Garnet was like someone's way of trying to one-up <laughs> all that episode with, you know, the freaky little pastel colored triangles and squares flying across the screen. Yep. Like Garnet's dancing in the middle of one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, like, I just love that. The way they the way they've treated fusion, and I think most people agree with me, is they took the fucking they took like the biggest bite out of Sailor Moon when they did it, and this was the most Sailor Mooniest one with the fucking actual rose petals floating around her as she fused. One thing I was wondering was, um, if that's how first fusions go, why didn't why didn't freaking Steven and Connie not look like an eldritch beast? <laughs> Maybe because, I don't know, because fuck you, it's a show, it's a kid's show. Why would you want to see a Lovecraftian well, fusion I child? Mean, so this is kind of the thing we have to discuss and will not come to yeah. consensus. is Because uh, the whole show is from Stephen's perspective. So this is the story in Stephen's imagination as Gordon yeah. tells it. So is that, because yeah, like can't. someone pointed out, I even noticed at some point, out, like if you look in the background, you can see like a cameo from Yeah, Lapis. I saw that. So it's like. I didn't uh, notice like, it what if it turns out that's actually I'm not how a they look? Fucking lapis in like, it actually was Steven's memory, but that's actually how they looked back then. Because like, yeah, no. So that's but the question. Think of like, is, Zim, just, is that how they looked, or is it what Steven imagined? I like to think it's both. Well, it's funny because it reminds me of Invader Zim when Zim got uh, banished to Foodtopia, and he was retelling the story of uh, what was his name, Frylord, whatever. I forget. And he's remembering that he was laughing. He's like. How did you know I was laughing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, well, I think it's, I think, like, haha, it's a fusion of the two where it's like, I think that that's actually what Garnet looked like. But it's also like a bit of like some of the story elements can be adopted into like Steven imagining stuff. Because when we see Garnet, when we see Steven actually literally imagining what Garnet's day was like, and it's like this super hyped up, crazy anime, anime show. show where it's like dragon ball z on steroids well because i mean the thing is like the thing is like this it's like all the characters steven knows have their own mm-hmm. voices all the ones he doesn't are just garnet well it's also a voice i thought those well, are really it's, cool yeah, it's, it's garnet like garnet's narrating the story behind what's actually happening and yeah it's like i could buy that garnet could channel into like ruby and sapphire's voices maybe but I mean, like, I don't think Garnet could do perfect Rose and Pearl impression. That's just Stephen yeah. filling in the blanks. He, yeah, because Stephen's heard both of their voices. Or it's that also really lends to to being it being Stephen's imagination. I mean, and also from the meta standpoint, Garnet is telling this story to us as the audience. So you like, I I totally understand them giving just like Garnet's like, oh, I'm impersonating Blue Diamond for Blue Diamond, but and then they're like, oh, because that that's from a from an in universe standpoint, that's Garnet impersonating blue diamond but from an outside audience standpoint that's the showmakers trying to hide the true identity of blue diamond from us yeah and I, that, that seems pretty and then pretty out there i mean that that i mean that is also me kind of being half drunk and also just <laughs> pure speculation they could just be doing it because haha funny garnet telling a story to tired steven but you know 
One thing I think was interesting about... Oh, you know, I didn't want to see it to be touched. should have woken oh, up in the shit, middle of the dude. fucking night. You see that I'm going to tell bitch. you how it was made. Listen. <laughs> Can you imagine if Steven just woke up and he's like, Garnet, I'm trying to sleep. Don't be a bitch. And then, and then Garnet just... It's not that Garnet disobey, like, disobeys what he asks. She just straight up ignores him. Like, so as just I was in the saying... <laughs> um... Concert. Goes punches in the face. Don't talk back, boy. <laughs> when you guys mentioned earlier about uh, fan the fan theories and stuff like that, yeah. one thing that the fandom sort of just always took for granted yeah. that didn't that was disproved in this episode mm -hmm. was uh, Rose didn't know uh, Ruby and Sapphire before she yeah. was born. It. Mm. A lot of people assume mm. that like yeah. they were one of the first members when in fact Pearl was probably the first member ever i kind of like to imagine that in actuality it wasn't just pearl and rose at the mm -hmm. fucking fight like garnet just didn't feel like mentioning that they came with like a small but which kind of, of like gems. lowers pearl so like steven didn't bother to kind imagine of, that uh, hinders pearl's badassery in that scene yeah but garnet i mean i'm sure pearl did mentioned... some cool stuff. i she specifically mentioned that Garnet she was terrifying. The yeah, the, Pearl the later. terrifying yeah. Pearl, I think, was the. Okay, so maybe maybe it was just Pearl and Rose. It might have been. I feel like there had to be I mean, like they because Sapphire said that only six or seven of them would get poofed. Which, if there was a whole battalion, that's kind of a pathetic battle for a whole battalion of rebellion people. I think this yeah. is literally like, and they said it was a small rebel faction, and it wasn't like a full on resistance. So I think this was like. It's sort of like when, like, it's sort of like a kick-ass situation where it's, like, the hero's first, quote-unquote, battle, like, so to speak, with somebody that's, like, actually a threat to them. And it was just those two, and they're just like, yeah, we're finally in our first thing, and, like, oh, uh, there's some shit happening, we should leave, and they just kind of ollie the fuck outie. Ah. Yeah, they're just like, oh, oh there's, oh, they're just, they're just a fusion now, let's leave. Yeah, actually, because let's kind of talk about, like, the new look into the yeah. cast system, I guess. Because uh, something that was interesting is, first, like, I love how Blue Diamond specifically says, like, talking to a member of my court, which is, Whoa, like, that means Sapphire Whoa, was important. okay, that's... Like, Sapphire mentioned, like, she was an aristocrat, and she's, like, the fucking... She was one of the top... Like, Kingdom soothsayer yeah. for Blue or the Diamond. All sapphires are. are <laughs> she was the sh she was like the shaman of one of the leaders. One thing I found really interesting, and I don't know how intentional this was, because it, it is with mm -hmm. sapphire a bit too, so it might just be like stylized for the story. But how the rubies were like basically one uniform color, like they weren't different shades yeah. of red. I, mean, I don't mean across all of them. I mean. On their own palettes, they're like yeah. one color yeah. with some lines, which is you know different from like what we're used mm -hmm. to seeing with the gems. And so it's just kind of like well, that's that kinda... like because obviously it's not Homeworld now because we've seen like Peridot and Jasper. But like, was that just a thing like reflective on how they're just like these mini soldiers meant to combine into a real soldier? Like, um, what? I thought that was interesting because a lot of people were like, um, because I mean, I guess Sapphire was kind of. Sapphire this kind of ties into, like, that interview that, that Rebecca Sugar had, like, before, like, right around the time Season 2 was beginning. And Rebecca mentioned that we would be learning more about why Garnet exists and why these three gems are all working together when we learn that. And so far, she's been right. We've learned that, like, pearls have been, like, accessory gems and that, like, 
they're not special whatsoever and we learn that like ruby and sapphire are not only like a fusion that's like frowned upon but the first fusion to ever exist in this way because they've never said that they said specifically that no uh no two different gems have ever fused before like this and it's like it's always been rubies with rubies or whatever like jaspers with jaspers other quartzes with like amethyst and amethyst oh god jaspers with jaspers sounds oh god jesus two jaspers that's fucking that's just that's just like that's like it's just a a godzilla sized chitara from thundercats (laughs) (laughs) oh um, yes but because like this episode kind of shows us how like horrifyingly uncompromising and totalitarian homeworld is because here's the thing Ruby was not told a prediction you're going to, like, like, Sapphire's going to get poofed. Like, Ruby does not, like, Ruby kind of figures out, but she doesn't fucking know that. Ruby's just doing her job. She tackles Sapphire to get her out the way of yeah. Pearl the Barbarian. Uh, or Red Pearlia, whatever you want. So, um, <laughs> Ruby, like, fucking tackles Sapphire. Accidental fusion. They clearly have no fucking idea ah. what's going on. Defuse and Blue Diamond's like, yes! kill her for making the abomination and i'm like can no one see how obviously unintentional that was like blue diamonds acting like ruby just like walked up to her and just like hey baby dropped trowel and dumped on her shoes with full malice of that goes to show you how fucking and strict just, like, the social no. caste system is like yeah no that's what i'm saying like, and also it horrifying. shows to show you how easy it is to fuse which I guess kind of, like, I guess that makes sense, because it's just like, oh, I, t- like, the way that fusion is consistent, the, the consistency of fusion in this show is almost the same way that Christians sort of explain sex to, to like, little kids. It's like, if you touch her elbow, you'll get her pregnant. <laughs> and it's like, when you dance, leave enough Exactly, it's just like that. It's like, oop, I bumped into this, I bumped Jesus into, I bumped into Sapphire, and now we're a new person it's like oh that was easy so here comes the point we have to talk about the virginity <laughs> talk i've only done it <laughs> so Beth, take it away it all happened so fast i'm sorry it's never happened before <laughs> i love it because you know like like i know we try to like we've talked about this before how like fusion is yeah. the sex that isn't it's a sex weird, it's kind it's of different experience. from sex but it's also it's it's like the emotional equivalent of sex so it's like can you just imagine if you're walking down the street and just like trip on a woman and <laughs> oh! your dick just goes in her like you didn't mean to like that's what happened that, yeah if we're gonna go that route, yeah and like it's not rape or anything so it's like was it good for you too <laughs> I love oh my god and then okay we actually have to get to this the fucking oh the god the song Oh, I didn't think it was bad. The song was so, the song was so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I love you, Ruby. You're you're the eternal flame, baby. But Jesus Christ, you're not going to be winning American Idol. It's endearing, though. I mean, it is endearing. It's sweet. Talentless girlfriend started singing. What girlfriend? What girlfriend? girlfriend. Uh, Whatever. Fuck you, my girlfriend. Oh, oh, so now it's all about you, Haley. Haley, if you're listening, what the fuck are you doing? You haven't sung in front of me yet, so (laughs) Haley, if you're listening, (laughs) stop. Shit. Haley, if you're listening, why? Also, how did you get here? Also, but like, yeah, just oh my god, (laughs) like, and then like, 
Okay, so here's the thing: like you could theorize, you could say that Charlotte E. Ruby's voice mm-hmm. actress kind of confuses me because, like, you could definitely make the case that Ruby is like yeah. supposed to be a bad singer because she's Sapphire's opposite. But at the same time, like Charlotte E. just kind of just really awkward reads sometimes. Like if you watch We Bear Bear, like uh, mm-hmm. her character Chloe, like she always sounds a little strange. But Chloe's like bilingual, mm-hmm. so maybe that's intentional. Like. She doesn't speak English in a normal pattern. But also, like, you just hear some of the Rubies talk to each other. And I don't know, maybe it's just, like, that thing where it's, like, you hear the same voice talking to itself back That's what I think it starts it is. to sound really weird. But, like, some of the deliveries are just kind of stunted and awkward. Like, the Ruby's like, yeah, I can't wait to punch those rebels in the face. And it's not, like, someone it actually It sounds like somebody that. reading it's a like line. A kid yeah, saying Yeah, I'm going to punch play. them in the... Which I think might be what they're going for, because they're just, like... They're just dumb little I mean, soldiers. Maybe, like, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's what they are. Well, one, one of the rubies, I mean, one of the rubies had sort of like a little sing-songy voice a little, a little bit. bit. I think I remember what you're talking about. The second yeah. one I'm talking. It's like, I'm, no, we'll I'm going to punch them in the bottom. All them rubies is the same. I don't and then, like But now that it's been confirmed that that for the most part, they look yeah. the same, but with small differences, like yeah. the girls. And gym placement. Um, now I really want to see, like, a bunch of different little paradoxes like bubbling oh, into be, each other. That would be that would be simultaneously <laughs> adorable, interesting, and irritating as fuck at the same time. <laughs> oh my god! Like burn I it love to the Paradox ground. Voice actor, and I love Paradox voice as like a character, but multiple of them. Would, I do not, I do not want, not like want five more than one of that in the room together. Jesus Christ! But I like, and then my favorite part where my jaw just like dropped. Was the scenery and the scene where you start hearing Sapphire and Ruby humming stronger than you together? Holy shit, that was amazing. Uh, I love that because I love the I love the implications of that and what means in jailbreak, because that means in jailbreak, when Sapphire's humming it, Sapphire's she's singing a up, song that she knows I mean, that I'm Ruby upset, will remember. I'm, well, well, it's not just that. On one hand, I'm upset mm-hmm. because it ruins my theory that Sapphire was composing a song yeah. to kick Jasper's ass to. Um so there's that dream oh, no, no, no. gone no, I, forever. I, I know how to... But on the other hand, it's so nice because it's Ruby and yeah. Sapphire's song. And I feel like I feel like it's two things. One, it's a beacon for Ruby, but it's also like Sapphire's way of coping yeah. with being I like, separated. I, I have a way to make your thing still canon. That it, it's them compo- it's her composing a song. Because she, they were at the beginning, they were just kind of humming it. I don't think there were any words in mind. They're just like, this is a nice tune. It's a way for us to think about yeah. it. And then in the jail, she's just like, we're going to kick Jasper's ass, and we're going to do it to our fucking song. I'm going to make some lyrics. <laughs> I mean, baby. Randy, Randy, you you're, are the light in my life. Well, not me. You're the, thigh, you're the thighs in my life. Sabak, yeah, you are the, the thighs in my, in my life. life. Yeah. But, and then... It he just ends. It just ends on such a sweet that. note. With yeah, yeah, I just yeah. and I love that. Um, real quickly before, because we're kind of getting at the end of our time limit here. I love that. Um, I love yeah. that Garnet almost acts Devani like at the end of the episode when she's still kind of like stumbling around, like clumsy. clumsy like you're just like Garnet wasn't always just a badass. Like she had to get used to this. Yeah, like Garnet's walking around yeah. like she just shit her. She pants. doesn't like slam her and feet into the walls or no cool and shit then like I that. Fell. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. She fell to the gun. And then she gets up and then she sees the terrifying pearl. And then Rose is Rose the is just 
typical rose like oh it's not about what i think this must be amazing for you and susan egan with her sultry voice and just being the sweetest motherfucker on the planet i think it's weird how rose even in the past like that still had like human skin tone well, that might just be, you know, like, that's the only form Steve I mean, can imagine. Uh, like, yeah, right. She could have had a different like... look back then, but the yeah. only thing that we've seen is the video, the only thing we've seen for Steven to also see is the video where she specifically had the skin color. So that could just be Steven's way of imagining it. Well, there's the video, the portrait, which is all around, like, picture. well, yeah, there's also the shark picture, which could have well been in the 1800s, which I guess is Rose just constantly has human skin color. Maybe she did it because she's like, I find humans fascinating. I want to look like a human. Yeah, it could be a solid thing. Exactly, maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so both said it, and you said it, but I won't say it because I'm... No, you gotta say, maybe I'm born with it. Say it. Maybe. It is. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. Um, And then we come to a close, and love is the answer. I love uh, it. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. here's, so here's the thing. I got so excited watching this episode, not just because it's a good episode, but because this is like, I feel like Steven Bombs 2 and 3 don't deserve to be called Steven Bombs, because they don't carry the same importance or emotional weight that, I mean, Steven Bomb 3 had like an arc and all, and that was cool, but they don't carry like the same weight that Steven Bomb 1 did. Steven Bomb 4 feels like every episode is going to carry the same yeah. weight that Stephen Bomb 1 did. And that has me, like, more excited. Like, this is the first time I've, like... Been uber excited for something. excitedly interacted with mm-hmm. the fandom in months. Like, I bet I was excited for Sardonyx because it was supposed to have one... And it did. It had one cohesive arc of a story, which was not something I've seen in a show for a while where it just marathons a story arc like that. Which I guess is different because not a lot of shows have been storyboard-based in recent history. But I'm super excited for this one just because, like, one, we get to see, like, hearing that the whole thing was going to be about Garnet's history uh, kind of, like, a few weeks ago when the bomb was announced. And then just knowing that, like, all this is going to include Peridot, which I love seeing more of Peridot character thing. And it looks like we're going to see more Peridot as time goes on because one of the promo pictures was Peridot praying, like, holding her hands up in a praying matter to a yellow diamond glowing on her face, which... Holy shit, that's gonna be a that's gonna be something. I don't know what it means, but it feels like it's gonna be something. But I'm just I don't know. I, I just I agree with you. I think this is gonna be a super exciting plot heavy week of Steven. Uh, hasn't was there a leak? So, there's been a lot heard... of fucking leaks. Yeah, let's not talk about leaks because leaks yeah. Well I haven't leaks. seen I haven't seen any of the leaks, and I'm avoiding the yeah. for that reason. But here, I'm just wondering how the hell people got the episodes. Oh well, I know that. So it's not there the were whole these two minute leaked. previews. It's that. Yeah, and they were on like Cartoon Network server, mm-hmm. and they were and some guy just stole the whole shit so, yeah. out of them. Because they were supposed to be like yeah. thirty second, or like they were supposed to be edited. These previews were were supposed to be edited down into like the little promos that air after the new episode, or like a, or like any time between episodes. But they're two minutes minutes long to give like the Cartoon Network editors like that's the thing they'll give when people are making trailers or advertisements for like a piece of media, they'll hand a bunch of clips 
to like a an advertising agency and the advertising agency will edit it as they see fit and that's why a lot of people are pissed off at trailers because like oh they fucking put the whole plot of the movie in the trailer ugh which is the advertising agency Boy, like, hey. putting that shit together in a really speaking of movies and spoilers do you see uh, yeah weird? With, oh my god that was amazing god i have no Dog idea who specifically four. is <laughs> in charge of writing Keep Geek City Weird, but they're they're a fucking genius. Yeah. But they are great. They fucking spoiled yeah, the dog chapter All... four for me. Like I didn't I uh, didn't I was supposed I to, like, to read, I was waiting um, to go see that. Ben with my Levin friends. has a thing on his I was waiting to go see that with my friends leaves. and he just spoils the thing about the yeah, cats. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> I'm upset. Well, yeah. It's time to wrap no, this no, up. No, so Ben Levin has a yes. thing on his Tumblr about yeah, the reads that I wanted to read. Oh, do that. <clears throat> Savansgard asked, "What is your opinion on the leaks about the new Steven bomb?" It's a shame. I guess people are really excited about the show, but I don't know why they have to spoil things. Maybe they're just chasing internet fame and fortune. But is that really worth it? Sure, you might get some likes, maybe a couple thousand views on YouTube. But years later, when all the clicking has faded away, what will you have left? Will those views be there for you when your heart's been broken and you need a shoulder to cry on? Will those reblogs give you a ride when your car <coughs> breaks down and you're stranded in the pouring rain? Will those likes come visit you at the hospital when you're dying of some ocular cancer related to VR gaming? You'll be all alone and you'll die all alone. And when they post your obituary online, someone will read it on their minority report computer, because this all takes place in the future, and they'll strain to remember who you were until they finally say, Oh yeah, I think they spoiled that TV show. And then they'll swipe to an article about a new Google hotel on the moon. It'll be called Moon Tells, and you'll be forgotten forever. That being said, don't watch any of the leaks if you don't want to be spoiled. Beautiful. <laughs> Simply beautiful. Just I love Moon. Moving. And such an I love Moon Tells. On this note <laughs> vision of the future. On the on that note of death, it's time for the podcast. For the night. Die. For the, night. For the Just night. For the night. To be well, reborn like a Phoenix. Final thoughts of the episode. <laughs> Sabath, Sabath, final thoughts for the episode? It was episode? a fantastic episode. Oh, okay. I was asking Sabath. It was a fantastic episode, very important. Put down a lot of theories, made more. Uh, super interesting, but personally, I'm just more interested in what's going on in the press. Yeah, I, I, I sort of feel the same way. I just, I fucking love Garnet, and I love that we got to finally see the origins of Garnet. But it's also made me more excited because looking at the episode titles, this all seems to revolve around just... The rest of the episodes are seemingly to just revolve around the barn and the drill and Peridot, and I'm excited for all of that. And this bomb is going to be a doozy, and I'm happy. Oh, you Peridot. Peridot. You're a doozy. All right. Uh, my final thoughts are, um, this is like my favorite love story, actually. Well, maybe Rose and Greg is still number one, but I really liked this as like a standalone tale of love, if not mm -hmm. a representation of relationship. And um, I fucking love Blue Diamond's goddamn oh, that's spider so good. pagoda, and it just kind of further confirms my theory that Homeworld never invented the wheel. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there straight out of there? Wasn't there a never invented in the, the wheel. show where somebody? Where oh yeah, Peridot doesn't know what the fuck a wheel is. 
It's it's a freaking. Well, that might just be like wheels are so outdated that Paradox never heard them, but I choose to believe the yeah. world has never invented it, It's got to be a throwback from Rebecca Sugar's old love for Invader Zim and, and like Zim's spider backpack. Because yeah. like the, the drills for the, uh, it's definitely the injection possible. drills for creating new gems, they're like got spider claws. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and considering like everybody's seen it, the little drawing of uh, Rebecca Sugar's Invader Zim OC character of themself, of herself, which just that's how every artist starts off like this is me and my favorite show's art style Woo! it's literally my brother he did invader zim shit all the time but yeah anyway i'm excited for the bomb uh that's the yeah fucking ring i'll see you tomorrow and attention bacchus attention bacchus send we all every one you. of us Don't we've leave. all noticed you the fall, all you, all you, you clusters out there make my heart go doki doki. We're all We're senpai all and we all notice you. P.S. Uh, Ringo Zone is now relocated to Klontar. It hasn't. Uh, Alright. No, it hasn't. Fuck it, we're in. I want to be Australian. Fucking USA 2016! Ooh.